You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 316 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com. And in the episode today, you're going to hear about the man who chose to have his ashes put inside a Pringles can. And in the bonus facts section today, you're going to learn about some other surprising uses for the standard Pringles can. Let's just get started with today's show. Upon his death in 2008, just 20 days shy of his 90th birthday, the inventor of the Pringles can, Frederick J. Bauer, was cremated. In keeping with his wishes, his family placed some of his ashes in a Pringles can, not all of the ashes fit. This can was then buried with most of the rest of the remains placed in a traditional urn. A second urn also contained a small portion of his remains, which were given to one of Bauer's grandchildren rather than buried. Bauer had made this odd burial request to his kids back in the 1980s. After his death, the kids decided to honor his earlier request that they weren't originally sure if he was joking about. So on the way to the funeral home to collect the ashes, the family stopped off at a Walgreens and purchased a can of Pringles. My siblings and I briefly debated what flavor to use, said the son of Frederick Bauer, Larry. But I said, look, we need to use the original. Dr. Frederick Bauer was also the one that originally came up with the saddle shape, hyperbolic paraboloid, of the fried dough that is Pringles, note, not baked, as many seem to think. While employed by Procter & Gamble as a chemist, he was assigned the task of finding a way to get around the problem of stale and broken chips in bags, and thus worked on finding an alternative chip and container. However, he was not the one to ultimately bring Pringles out as a commercial product. The chip he came up with just didn't taste very good, and he was eventually assigned a different task. Several years later, Alexander Leeper picked up where Bauer left off and managed to improve the flavor of the fried dough. Thus, he is generally considered the inventor of Pringles, even though he borrowed heavily from Bauer's work. It should be noted, though, that the product the two came up with is not actually a potato chip, or crisp for those of us in the UK, despite the original name, Pringles Newfangled Potato Chips. You see, Pringles only contain about 42% potato-based content, with most of the rest being from wheat starch and various types of flour, including from corn and rice. Thus, the US Food and Drug Administration made them change the name. If they wanted to continue to use chip, they were only allowed to say Pringles potato chips made from dried potatoes. Not being too fond of this requirement, the company changed the name slightly, using potato crisps rather than potato chips. Today, of course, most people just know them as Pringles. While Procter & Gamble initially argued that Pringles were, in fact, chips in the US, they took a different tact in the UK. In order to avoid a 17.5% value-added tax VAT, in the UK, Procter & Gamble stated that Pringles should be considered a cake rather than a crisp. Their argument was that since only 42% of the product was made from potato, and the fact that it is fashioned from dough, that it should be considered a cake and not be subject to the tax put on chips. After all, that's why the US Food and Drug Administration had previously made them change the name from being a chip to a crisp. The company initially won in High Court, and Pringles were briefly considered a cake in the UK. However, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs appealed the decision, and in 2009, the ruling was reversed, and the company had to start paying the VAT. And now for today's bonus facts. 
Dr. Bauer's Pringles can has many more impressive uses than he could have realized. One such use is known as the can tenor. Constructed properly, which is surprisingly easy, the Pringles can, combined with some wire and a proper connector, can be used to increase Wi-Fi or Bluetooth range significantly. For extreme range, this setup can also be combined with a satellite dish. For the starving photography students, Pringles cans can also be fashioned into thrifty diffusers for macro photography. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.